Welcome back, friends, to Your Daily Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Barnes, and today we are continuing our series through the book of 1 Peter. Today we're looking at 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. So beginning in verse 1. And now, a word to you who are elders in the church. I, too, am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ. Okay, so up until this point, Peter has been writing this letter to this group of churches that are in what we now call modern-day Turkey, part of the Roman Empire at the time. He's been writing to this group of churches um, about the suffering, about the difficult lives that they're living, and about staying true to the way and the purposes of Jesus, about walking according to his new, their new identity and not according to their national identity um, that they used to live in. Now he switches, and he writes, it's kind of like a, a letter inside the letter, specifically to leaders of these churches, to the elders of these churches, as Peter identifies himself to say, I am an elder and a witness to the suffering of Jesus, meaning I'm an elder and also somebody who was there, who, who walked with Jesus, who saw uh, Jesus' life and heard his message and saw what he went through. And then he says, I and I too will share in his glory when he is revealed to the whole world. As a fellow elder, now he's mentioned that twice. He's not trying to to talk down to the elders. He's not trying to put himself in a position higher than the elders. He's making it clear two different times that I am an elder as well. And so he says, I appeal to you. This is strong language. As a fellow elder. I appeal to you, care for the flock that God has entrusted you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. So, Here he's appealing to the elders, to the leaders, to the shepherds, to the fathers of this uh, local church congregations. And what he's calling them to is also the same thing he's been calling believers to through the entire book. He's calling them to counter-cultural leadership. In the Roman Empire, everything was about status, authority, and power. And leaders and wealthy people and heads of households would actually distinguish themselves from everybody else by the clothes that they wore, by the jewelry that they wore, by the way their homes were decorated, so that people saw them and understood they were an important and powerful person. But Peter is calling the leaders of the church to a radically different type of leadership the kind that Jesus showed us. There was never anyone who had more power, who had more status, who had more true authority than Jesus Christ. And what he taught us, his followers, was that a leader is a servant, is that a true leader lays down his life for his sheep, is that a leader is not greater than his followers, but instead becomes a servant to, a slave to, the people who follow him. 
This is again what Peter is pointing out to the leaders of these local churches. He calls them to be eager to serve the people. He tells them that it's the Lord who's assigned you to care for them and that you should lead them by what? By your words? No. By your own good example. See, these teachings that he's giving are not just for the followers. Unlike in Roman society where there's a different set of laws for the upper class and for the working class and for the slave, in the kingdom of God, all of the ways, all of the purposes, all of the teachings of Jesus apply across the board to all of us. And he's calling the leaders of the church to not just be in a position of authority, but to be leaders by their example, to be servants. And then he says, when the good shepherd appears, speaking of Jesus, there'll be a reward for this. Verse five, in the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders and all of you dress yourself in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So again, he, he's calling us to a different way of living. He's calling elders to be servants of the church. And he's calling the people who are in their care, in their service, to respect and, and listen to and follow the direction of the elders. But see, this is not a command that works without the other command being understood. It's as, as the elders serve the body and care for the body and shepherd her and serve her. In doing that, then the command comes to younger people to accept the authority of the elders. But then the next command is for both of us, for the elder and for the member of the church, for the attender. It says this, dress yourselves in humility and relate to one another. See, this is a command that we need to hear, church, right now, all of us. Humility and willing sacrifice and willing service is not just a characteristic for church leaders, but for everyone. We all must walk in the ways of Jesus. We all must live according to his teaching. And his teaching is so crystal clear on this topic, whether it's about marriage, whether it's about living life in the church, whether it's just about how we treat our neighbors, is that humility laying down of our lives and our preferences in order to serve and prefer others is the way of Jesus. And he even goes as far as to quote the scripture that says that God will oppose you if you're proud, but he'll give grace to you if you're humble. This is the way of a believer in Jesus Christ. And we as church communities have a lot of relearning to do so that our hearts and our lives can reflect the nature and the character of Jesus Christ rather than the sins of our society. So whether you're leading or following, both inside and outside a church gathering, we have to be willing to be humble and to serve. Let's pray. God, I thank you that you showed us what it means to serve. That I can't even believe this, but you, the creator of the universe, came down and served me. You laid down your life for me and served us. You taught us this lesson, and I pray, God, that we would understand it. I pray that we would be a people who set a good example. I pray that we would be a people who prefer others. I pray that we would be a people, God, who walk according to your ways. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.